What is going on, guys? Thank you for checking out another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. If you don't know already, they drop every Tuesday at 12.01 a.m. So you can wake up and get your day started right. If you aren't already following me on all of the social media platforms, be sure to do that. The username is the same everywhere at Jarrell GME. I would definitely love to hear from you. If the show sucks, hey, let me know. If you think it's great, let me know. If you got questions, let me know. If you got a topic, let me know. I'm here to provide you all the best content that I can, and I'm always looking to improve. And to do that, I need your feedback. And I definitely appreciate all the feedback that I've gotten so far. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Sometimes it gets hard, but don't let it stop you. I know it gets hard, but it's all worth it, nigga. Life is bound to knock you down, down But don't sit around, don't play, ain't nothing The time is now, now Pick yourself up off the ground and make changes What is going on everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast And today I wanted to talk about something that is not quite relationship based But as much as this is a relationship podcast, I'm a person who likes to see people improve and who likes to see people do well. So there will be certain topics that I touch on that have maybe nothing to do with relationships to a certain extent. And so these won't be included or counted as episodes when it comes to relationships. So as you can see, Today's topic is the power of perspective. And I was kind of already thinking about this as this week's topic, but I was actually watching Alex Smith's uh, E60 called Project 11. And I know I haven't talked about myself a ton on this podcast. Um, And that's primarily because I plan on being all about me pretty much uh, for season two. So season two is, is coming shortly as I think May is going to be the last month of season one. So that should put us somewhere around 16 episodes or so for season one. And so people who are just joining the, you know, the bandwagon will have some content that they can catch up on. And then when season two drops, you know, they'll be they'll be caught up and ready for that. But with that being said, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I was born in Richmond, Virginia, and I currently live in northern Virginia. So being from Virginia, naturally, I'm a Redskins fan. Good or bad. I don't jump ship. I just stick with it. Right. And so it just so happened that when I saw this come up as an option to watch i had just finished doing a a case study on uber for a business that i'm thinking about starting and then another thing came up and i was like oh i I didn't hear about this and so this espn special was about alex smith called project 11 and for those of you who don't know uh, alex smith is an nfl quarterback that currently plays for the washington redskins or well he's not playing currently but Long story short, in 2018, he completely broke his leg um, on a play 
for the Washington Redskins. And I don't remember the exact medical terms that were used, but I believe he broke his fibula and tibia, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but pretty much where your ankle and your shin bone meet, he snapped that all the way up to his knee. Right. So this is not a clean break. This is a very complicated fracture that required multiple surgeries to get him even upright. And by upright, I mean walking without assistance. And even after the fracture happened and the doctors, you know, put the plates in, they thought that they had done a good job and they were like, hey, surgery successful. They found out that I think it was three to four days later, somehow the wound, because it was a, well, again, don't know the medical term, but the bone actually poked through the skin. And they think that somewhere in the process of getting him off of the field into the into the hospital on the table, that the bacteria entered his body. So on day three or four, when they checked his bandages, you know, and cleaned him or whatever, they found out that. Like in a, in a matter of 24 to 48 hours, this bacteria started to kill the tissue around his muscle and his skin. And it was black. Like they showed a picture of it. And, and his entire lower half of his leg is black and blistered all from this bacteria. And they said that this bacteria was a flesh eating bacteria. So they had to have reoccurring surgeries to try to remove the bacteria. And so the more that they removed skin and tissue, they kept finding that it was going up further and further along the leg to the point where they had removed most of his muscle, most of the tissue, most of the skin to where his leg was kind of just open. And you could see the the aluminum plate that they put in there like that's how much overall that they had to remove from his leg. And so to date, he had to have 17 surgeries. 17 surgeries on his leg and they had to take skin from other places on his body take muscle from other places on his body just to pretty much make his leg usable like forget the cosmetic aspects of what they were trying to achieve the fact that they were saying that this could turn into a, a life-saving surgery because they had to do so many surgeries on it and you know he wasn't even thinking about football he was like forget the football for now like if we have to cut off the leg just to save my life then that option was on the table when you when you look at that that is insane to me a person who has been able to compete at the highest level for i think he's been in the league 13 14 something like that years and you don't stay in the nfl 14 15 years unless one you're just an athletic freak or two, you have a lot of money that helps, you know, buy coaches out to make sure that you're still in the league. But I think after surgery 13, there was a part in the show where his wife is talking to him and she's kind of looking at him from like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Look on her face. And Alex looks at her and, and he's, you know, pretty much says why are you looking at me that way and she was kind of just explaining herself and how she felt bad and the thing that he said to her was the power of perspective the power of the mindset that i tell people about all the time and his response to her was 
do you know how many people would love to switch places with me right now? That's what he said to her. He said, we are so blessed even with this happening to me. Look at what we have accomplished. Look at what we're able to have because of what I was able to do and what you were able to do and the family that we were able to build because of this. There's people out there who don't have half of the money. Keep in mind, Alex Smith signed, a, I believe it was a $90 million deal. More money than I would say 75% of Americans will not see in their lifetime, me included, right? So he was just saying like, even in this situation with my leg looking like, you know, how meat looks when they, you know, when they grind it out of the little machine, he's like, people would still be willing to trade places with me. And when, and when I heard him say that, anyone who knows me, anyone who I talk to knows that I talk about mindset and how important that is to your everyday life. Like people say things that they have or that they do is a lifestyle. Oh, I'm vegan. I'm vegetarian. It's a lifestyle. I'm into fitness. I work out four times a week. I diet the right way. It's a lifestyle. And people need to remember that it all starts up here, me pointing to my head. The power that you have in your mind will be your biggest strength or your greatest weakness. The thing is, is no matter who you have around you, if you aren't your own cheerleader, if you aren't your own biggest fan, if you're not willing to be the person that picks yourself up off of the ground when things don't go your way, then you will never be successful in life. Even if your success is content with wherever you are, you may not even get there if you don't have the proper mindset to push yourself to that level. And that's the power of perspective is that when you look at all the things that aren't going well, when you look at all the things that could have gone in your favor and didn't, when you look at how you grew up and how you didn't grow up like certain people, and you look at yourself and you say, I may not look the way that I would like to look or what is deemed beautiful, what is deemed handsome, what is deemed attractive in whatever manner that it is. You have to be your own cheerleader. You may not have all the money in the world. You may not have been raised with two parents. You may not have been raised in the middle class, but it's about perspective. Where are you now? And do you honestly believe in your heart that you have the power to change your position. You have to find it within yourself to bring that out of you. It is the easiest thing in the world to be negative because it requires energy, but it requires easy energy. For most people, if they're having a bad day and someone else is having a bad day and they put them in the same room and they're like, oh man, my day's been shitty. Like it's raining. My coffee was wrong when I went to my favorite coffee shop. I was late to work. My computer didn't turn on. And the other person like, shit, you too? Man, then I stepped in a puddle. Now my whole leg is wet. I just bought these shoes. I got four meetings and I don't even have, I don't have time for lunch today. And you get these people in the room and they just start talking and they just feed off of each other. It's all negative going back and forth. And the thing is, it's so easy to do. Like I said, because it, while it requires energy, it requires the least amount of energy to do. 
because it's just complaining and it feels good and it's just seamless. You're mad. I'm mad. I don't want to talk about it. Life sucks. Easy. Instead of saying, well, it's raining today. Yeah, I didn't get the right coffee. Yeah, I was late to work. But in a time especially like these, I have a job. Maybe I'm not getting paid $105,000 like I would want to, but I can pay my bills. And that's the perspective that will, like I said, make or break you. So that's why I say it, it is ultra important to choose to see life from a different perspective. And the reason why I say choose is also like negative energy. Positive energy requires work, but it requires more work because we're trying to reach a goal. Think about that. When you are in a bad mood, when you're having a bad day, you aren't trying to accomplish anything. You're just frustrated. You're upset. You're angry. You're not trying to achieve anything. So then it is easy to just wallow in your worry, to sit there and, and just embrace the shittiness of the day that you feel you're having. To choose to be positive is something that you're trying to accomplish. It's a goal that requires much more work than not doing anything and being negative. So to choose to be happy, to choose to find the good in a situation, to choose to find the good in a day is difficult because anything that we are working for typically doesn't come easy. If we all came out of college and got $190,000, that's great, right? But then if that got taken away from us and we're just used to living a $190,000 lifestyle and now we have to make cuts, it's going to make us uncomfortable. It's going to make us feel differently. But are we going to look at that situation and say, oh, man, they just they don't know what they're missing because now I got to live this life. And how could they do this to me? And saying, well, damn, I make one hundred and forty now. But how much more is that than everyone else in the world? You know, it's choosing to find the good in the situation, which isn't easy all the time. And I'm not saying that you 100 percent of the time have to be positive. Because we're human, we have emotions, it's not going to happen. You are 100% allowed to be pissed off. You are allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to be hurt. But understand, you need to put time on that. Set a time limit to say, this shit sucks. But two days from now, I'm going to improve. And even if that improvement is 1%, set that goal. And once you set that goal, commit yourself to that 1%. If it takes you a week to get to 2%, then take that week. There's no rush to get to good. Move at a pace that is comfortable for you. But the key word is move. Don't stay in that hurt place. Don't stay in that sorrow. Choose to move. Choose to be better. Choose to change your outlook, to change your perspective on things. So when I say mindset, what does it take to have a positive mindset? Some of us have it easier than others. Some of us are just jolly for no reason. And that's cool. I'm not really one of those people. I'm more mellow than jolly. But I do think that my mellowness does contribute to me having a better outlook on life. And also, I think contributes to it is that I'm, I'm competing with myself out of all the fears that I have in life. My number one fear for myself is to be the guy that talks 
that shit is horrifying to me. And what I mean by that is you ever been around somebody who you've known for five, 10, 15 years and you talk to them and they're always talking about the same thing. Yeah, man, this year I'm going to do this. Or man, you know, back in the day I could have been this. Or, you know, one day if, if, if stuff breaks my way, that shit scares me. I don't want to be 47 talking about the same thing that I was talking about at 29. What have I accomplished? How have I grown? And that doesn't have to be strictly financial. Who have I helped? What have I built? That's what I look at as measures of growth. If the financial aspect grows with me helping others, if the financial aspect grows with my mental health being better, if the financial comes so where I'm able to provide better for my family, then that's a plus. But I care more about those who I can help over what I can get from them. I tell people all the time, if I have information that I feel is valuable to you because it has been to me and you request that information, I will share it with you at no cost. A lot of times people put information behind paywalls and I understand if you've gotten to a certain level or you are an expert at something, you should definitely, you know, profit from your knowledge. But at the same time, everything doesn't have to be you paying me for what I can give you. I, I don't care about that. If I can help shape your perspective to create a better life for you, then to me, that is a mental currency that comes in the form of a legacy. And to me, legacy matters more than money. So if every five years I help one person that shapes their life and creates a better situation for them, the only thing I ask of them is to do it for someone else. So if by the time I'm 80 and I've helped 80 people, so one a year, well, you know, 70, right? Or 50. So 50, you know, just because I wasn't helping people at, you know, eight months. But at the end of 80, if I've helped 40 to 50 people and then those 40 to 50 people have helped 40 to 50 people, then you see how that is the domino effect. It just keeps going. So choose to change your perspective. The reason why losing weight is difficult for some people is because they enjoy the things that aren't good for them. The negative mindset is not good for you. It only brings you down. The reason why people can't get into shape is because they're sore after the gym. It's easy to do nothing and not feel that pain. The reason why people don't get more money that they want in life because it's easy to sit there and watch Netflix all day. And it takes effort to get on your laptop and do research and to learn. Like they say, anything in life that is worth working for is going to cost you effort. It's going to cost you time. It may cost you money. But how much do you want it? Do you sit there and have a scarcity mindset? If only I had more time, I don't have enough time. If only I had more money, I don't have enough money. If only I knew the right people, I don't know the right people. If only I knew how to do this, I don't know how to do this. That's scarcity. The opposite of that is, how do I make more time? How do I get more money? How do I network to meet the right people? That's a shift of mindset. That's a shift on the perspective. It's an active choice that you're making to be better. 
As I've said before, the world will throw enough obstacles in your way to slow you down and to even stop you. Don't let yourself be the one reason that you don't get to where you want to go in life. It's one thing if you make decisions and you allow others to prevent you to get to where you want to go. That's one thing. Maybe you can look back on that hindsight and say, you know what? I could have went about this differently with this particular person or in this particular situation. You can have a, a small feeling of resentment for a short period of time for another person. But don't let yourself resent yourself. Make a decision, commit to it and decide to be great, whatever it is, whether it's mental health, whether it's a new job. Whether it's getting out of a job and starting your own business, whether it's being better in that job, whether it's being a better family member, mother, father, whatever it is, make that active decision, commit to it and be great at it. As I've said before, I don't say be great at the end of my podcast because it's a great tagline. I don't give a fuck about the tagline. Be great is what I actually want for you. So that's why I say if anyone in this world learns anything from any of my episodes, even if it's not life changing, but it just helps you out. It just shifts your mindset in a positive way. That's all I'm here to do. Super simple, right? So today, choose to be great. Don't take the easy path of doing nothing. The road less traveled is the one that actually leads you somewhere because not a lot of people are willing to do it. I can tell five people how to invest in real estate today and how to make a return on that investment within nine to 12 months. How many of you all would do it? It's easy. You can make money in your sleep. But the reason I know is because I took the time to sit down and learn it instead of complaining about, I don't know anything about real estate. That's not my industry. I learned it and I'm still learning. So whatever it is in your life that you want to improve, that you want to progress with, that you want to be better with, or even be great at. Today, it's early May. Make that decision. Make a plan A. And to some people, this may seem foolish, and I understand this is more subjective for me. But a great man once said, make a plan A and a plan A only. And then someone said, what about a plan B? He says, I don't care about a plan B. It only distracts away from plan A. So make your plan A, put your focus, put your energy, put your time into plan A, commit to it. It will be rough. Things may not go your way. You may have to recenter yourself and you may get frustrated. Cool. Take that time, recenter yourself and refocus. Make that decision today. No one is stopping you, but you, I implore you to be great today. And to help fuel this for you, obviously, there's a ton of YouTube videos that you can that you can, you know, look up for mindset and, and positive mindset and, and the power of perspective. There's a ton of articles that you can read as well. But I also want to provide value here. So I'm going to give you three books that you can read that focus around mindset that you can get on audio, Google Books, you know, Amazon, wherever you get your readings from. If you know, get your app out, get a pen and paper, improve your mindset today because that's where it starts. The three books are The Urban Monk by Pedram Shojai. That's P-E-D-R-A-M, last name, S-H-O-J-A-I. And that's called The Urban Monk. 
Eastern wisdom and modern hacks to stop time and find success, happiness and peace. The second book is called Mindset by Benjamin Smith. How positive thinking will set you free and help you achieve massive success in life. And the last book is entitled The One Thing by Gary Keller with Jay Pappinson, P-A-P-A-S-A-N, called The One Thing, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. And those are three books that you should read, you know, get the audio book. I prefer audio books because I just can't sit and actually read something but for so long. So if the paperback is, is cheaper, you know, go that route. And because I'm willing to help, if you're like, hey, you know, one of the books sounded interesting to me. I, I read the synopsis online. I'll buy you the book. Like if there are five people that reach out to me and like I would like the audio version or the paperback version, like I will buy you the book and send it to your residence because that's how much I care about you changing your mindset to better your life. And so I'll hold myself to that. Like I said, definitely check out those three books. And like I said, make that decision today. All right, guys, that's going to conclude today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it, man. Hopefully you're willing to make that decision to put forth the energy and effort to be better today. And as always, if you don't know by now, episodes drop every Tuesday and we're getting back into the relationship talks on the next episode. But I just wanted to do this one little outlier and uh, hopefully help some people that way. So thank you again for listening. If you haven't rated on Apple, make sure to do so. If you haven't shared it with somebody, make sure to do so. And with that being said, be great, people. So go.